welcome to the Luminate Speakeasy podcast, where luminaries from across the planet share their stories of awakening. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number three of the Luminate Speakeasy podcast. I'm Amy Patti, your host, and today I have a very special guest. Her name is Julie Shannon, and she's a therapeutic yoga teacher. And we're going to start off this conversation today with Julie just sharing her first awakening with all of you, the first time she experienced a shift in consciousness. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Um, first time. That's, that's kind of a tricky one because I feel like it was um, a process throughout, I'd say, about a year or so. It started actually... Uh, oh, wow. About four years ago, I was um, an elementary ed teacher and kind of going through the motions in my career at that point. Um, it was my 16th year as a teacher, and I had just kind of uh, been really frustrated with the system education and just felt burnt out. I really enjoyed being a teacher. I loved the kids, but something seemed to rise, something like it just didn't fit. And I wasn't able to identify it. And um, ironically, through that same career, I started uh, teaching yoga for just staff members that wanted me to teach, even though I wasn't a qualified yoga teacher. So through in doing that, I decided to actually become certified and ended up loving the concept of actually teaching in that genre, teaching in that realm of yoga instead of just the, uh, you know, academia. So... Once pursuing that, I just, it became just, you know, kind of this passion. This, I, I didn't, I couldn't deny it anymore that this was really, truly what I was looking for. And through a strange um, set of synchronicities and events, um, I found yoga therapy, which to me was completely my dharma. It's what I'm supposed to be, and why I'm here even on this earth, I believe. And, um... <clears throat> But then it was like, how do I transition? You know, how does this actually unfold? What does this look like? And while I was trying to do yoga part-time and teaching elementary full-time, a lot of people would say, oh, how's your yoga business? And I just kind of laugh because it was non-existent. It just couldn't, I couldn't really do it because I wasn't putting both feet in. Mm -hmm. And so in order to really take this leap, I remember distinctly, um, I had a doctor's appointment, was sitting at a coffee shop before the doctor's appointment, and literally racking my brain, like, how can I make this happen? And how can this transition happen? How can I afford to do this um, training, timing-wise, afford it as well as financially? And in that moment, I got a synchronistic, I say, email from the owner of the program who just said, just checking in with you. I've been thinking about you and wondering, hoping you can <clears throat> join us in our program. And I just lost it. I started crying. I just thought this is truly what I want to do. And she offered me um, a nice, you know, a, a very sweet discount, even though I couldn't find a partner to join me in the program. And I thought that was really sweet. So I took it as a sign and um, jumped, basically. That was the beginning of the, the platform of the cliff diving. And mm -hmm. so from there, I started um, just going into the training and it's, it's intense training. Um, and I've completed my 500 and also this is my second year now that I've taken a leave of absence from <clears throat> my teaching job 
and at this point really just don't see any desire to go back. Mm -hmm. I am invested now and it's been quite a roller coaster, but I do remember distinctly being in my house where I was living just um, a few months ago, <laughs> less than a year ago, and saying, okay, universe, I, I, wanna, I want this different. I don't know what this is going to look like. I'm tired of the stagnation. I'm tired of the same path, the same places I drive to, just the same existence. I'm, I can't do this anymore. I'm ready. And I just envision like this snow globe. And just like shaking it up and the snow flying everywhere. And there's no control over where it flies and how it goes. But I just said, you know, I want just shake the shit up. I'm just, I'm done with how it is. I want you to take over and just let this fly. Mm-hmm. And within a year, everything in my life was different. There was not a thread that was the same. Mm-hmm. And it's been fantastic and amazing and scary ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so I want to... For the listeners, so how old are you? I'm 40. Well, I'll be 44 in a week. (laughs) 44 in a week, just because I think this is, um, you know, you invested so many years in education. How many years did you say? 16, yeah. 16 years in one career, and I think a lot of people, and possibly people around this age, like Mm -hmm. when you're turning 40, I mean, it can happen at any point, but when you've invested in a career for that long... You think you should stay. You think you should stay. You know, there's so many like, logical perks to staying. Oh, yeah, retirement, you know, benefit. You know, there's a lot of steady paycheck. Yeah, for sure. You know, and so having, like, getting to the place, what what actually, I mean, I know that you said, I mean, was there an emotion behind that? Like, getting to the place where you were like, I can't live this existence anymore. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what what did that look like for you? So that other people who are listening might be like, whoa, I'm there too. Yeah, no, very clearly it was, everything just kept coming up blocked. Locked and stuck. Um, physically, I felt I just run down and tired. Um, and though, even though I should have had plenty of energy, um, I just felt a lack of desire to do a lot of things. And even the things that I was doing in my life, I just didn't find joy in them. Um, the way that I knew I should be, you know, that can, I could, I smile and I'm a fairly happy person overall, but Mm -hmm. it, there was something different and I knew there was more to what I was supposed to be having in life. It was a sense of knowing without understanding it. Mm -hmm. So it was just like this gnawing at me of like, this isn't my potential. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean ability-wise. I mean, this path was not the right one. And it was kind of odd because the first probably two years of the last time, you know, around the time frame I was still living in my place in Plymouth, and I would drive home and I would have this odd sense of, like, I don't think this is my home. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be driving to this place. Yeah. And I, I, it, made no, it didn't make any sense to me because I don't have another place. That was my home. I own the home, you know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't make any, I, I couldn't make sense of it, mm-hmm. but it was a, a feeling underneath, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it would have been easy to ignore it. I had for, you know, years prior. So I had just gotten to a point though, where too much of that was in my face. Mm-hmm. And also I was, it'd be different if I would have found more happiness with where I was, but I had just gotten to the point where I just really couldn't take it anymore. And I decided whether it's painful, whatever I'm shifting to, whatever it's scary, whether it's whatever it looks like, I need to take the leap because mm-hmm. I trust in the process now at this point. 
much more so than the safety and security of the stability of knowing. Because mm-hmm. I think that's where people, myself included, got caught for many years or get caught because you it, you know what's to you know you know what to expect mm-hmm. when your day is the same every single day, mm-hmm. and there is a security in that. And I'm not going to say that this past year has been easy, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you know. Yeah. I mean, it's been tumultuous at times, but I it's so worth it. I wouldn't change it. Mm-hmm. You know. So what's like a so if, if people listening in are feeling what what you were feeling, like the sense of stagnation mm-hmm. and feeling blocked and feeling like I'm not supposed. This is not this is not supposed to be my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had that personal experience too of coming home and being like. I'm not supposed to be here. Wait yeah. a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is supposed to be something else right now. And it's <laughs> it's weird when you get those kind of hits, mm-hmm. kind of like premonition. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's even, you know, premonition of what's to come in the future. Right. That you're starting to kind of feel into. But mm-hmm. but what is, like, do you have, if somebody's sitting and listening and they're like, that's where I'm at, but they're like stuck in the fear mm-hmm. right now. Or, or even just like because... <clears throat> you launched into self-employment, mm-hmm. you know, which is also, I mean, like really, get, really getting rid of, <laughs> really getting rid of the security yeah. that you had for 16 years of a consistent job, consistent paycheck, yeah. benefits, yeah. retirement plan, all of that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like gave all that up mm-hmm. and, and launched into this thing because you felt like this was your path. Like yeah. you had to go with what was calling you mm-hmm. in that direction, even though it, it wasn't logical necessarily. Right. No. So what's like <clears throat> a, what would be like a word of advice to somebody who's standing at that same platform, like feeling like they need to dive off, but mm-hmm. you know, like what's, I don't know, a word of advice. I can't keep it to one word, but okay. <laughs> several words I mean, of advice. The first word that came to me though was meditate. Mm-hmm. And I, that to me, I know it sounds like really, <laughs> But it was beneficial to me mm-hmm. um, because I felt like, yes, I'm seeing all these signs or I'm, I'm getting the feeling that I should it should look differently. I had no idea what this should really truly look like. And even the thoughts that I had that it might look like financially, it didn't make sense to me. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know how that was going to happen. And so I would just literally start to meditate and, and try to um, bring in how I wanted to feel in that space. And also be open to messages, okay? Like, you know, if, if I'm supposed to be following this path, then give me some signs, mm-hmm. you know? And, and sometimes signs were given, and sometimes they weren't at all, mm-hmm. which kind of pissed me off. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's how it is. And um, it got to the point, though, where I couldn't ignore, like I said, the synchronicities or the signs that I was be- being given. For example, at one point, I was, I had, I had to pay a bill for $75. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I was freaking out. Like, I was nervous. And because I, up to this point, have been a diligent person with paying bills on time. Mm-hmm. And, you, know, if, you know, because I had the ability to do so. And um, so I did. I sat down and I meditated and just it said, basically, if, if this is my true dharma, if this is the path I'm supposed to take, um, lead me to something, you know. And in the mail that day, I got a check for $78 for something that I had forgotten that was supposed to come through. Mm-hmm. That di- wasn't a consistent paycheck, so I mm-hmm. wasn't expecting it. Yeah. But it covered it plus a $3 tip. Yeah. <laughs> so, and not that that happens every single time, but it was those um, moments that, to me, came back to another word I would say is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, in the moments that have been scary and have been overwhelming, um, 
well, Danielle Laporte, whom I know you know, um, she's great with some of the books that she's written and some cards that you know we both have. And um, one of the cards that I love that she wrote says, interrupt anxiety with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I often try to do that because <clears throat> you can fill your thoughts, you can fill your mind with the spinning wheel of this anxiety trip that we all go on. And it really doesn't serve anything at all. So I've tried to really catch myself in that moment. And when I feel myself going down that road and think, this path that I know so well isn't helping me at all. Mm -hmm. So how can I purposely stop that? And sometimes it's easier than other times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really hard. Um, sometimes I try to think of gratitude around the exact same topic that I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. But if I can't think of anything in, on that topic, then I pull in something else. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, family, loved ones. Um, the sunshine, you know, anything that can kind of just take a little bit. And yeah. it doesn't make it go away necessarily. It doesn't fix it. Mm -hmm. But it can shift my thinking, which um, to me only helps me continue the path, mm -hmm. um, even though it can be a struggle. Mm -hmm. So meditating, gratitude mm -hmm. to start kind of making that shift. So it sounds like if somebody is, is still working their job mm -hmm. or, you know, and... and <clears throat> to maybe start meditating and just start asking questions or asking for guidance or asking for signs. Yeah. Sounds like you gained a lot from, from receiving those signs from the universe. I actually thought of just two more, just in this Two moment. more. Okay. <laughs> Keep um, going. <laughs> one, one would be, um, asking help of others mm -hmm. and which was not an easy thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and asking for help can look like a lot of different things, but I started to realize I was surrounded by amazing friends and family and I was surrounded by a lot of people who are excellent resources mm -hmm. in owning their own business or knowing mm -hmm. these areas, these niches of owning your business that I struggle with, mm -hmm. you know, web design, graphic mm -hmm. design, you know, like all, there's marketing, sales, there's so many components that an elementary teacher doesn't do any of. Mm -hmm. So I had to really learn to reach out and ask people and maybe find a way to, okay, maybe I could do a trade um, or, you know, mm -hmm. be creative with somehow... Um, getting help from them, and also looking like, yeah, I don't have it all to put together. Mm -hmm. This isn't a perfect package. I did take a leap, and it does struggle. You know, mm -hmm. I do struggle on occasion, and sometimes a lot. Mm -hmm. So knowing that I needed to reach out and be vulnerable and help, ask for help from others was huge. Mm -hmm. And then what came back to me just fills you with gratitude even more. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'd probably say the last part that has I've been a struggle for me but been hugely important has been drive. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> when you get to those plateaus in a business where you think it's supposed to look a certain way and then it completely looks nothing like that mm -hmm. or the options that you thought were coming to you weren't coming to you and it's so defeating on mm -hmm. occasion and that's when you have to just, okay, get back up and like they say, literally get back up and keep going. Mm -hmm. And I've always thought, yeah, okay, that sounds, you know, I get it. Mm -hmm. But when you actually have to physically do that time and again, mm -hmm. it makes more sense of the purpose behind it. Because, <clears throat> And also, I think a lot of times in my past, I had that drive because I could meet the end goal very shortly. Mm -hmm. I could see the, the, okay, this is why I had to get back up, but now I already received my reward. In this type of setting, it, that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. So I have to remind myself the reward. You know, like mm -hmm. the reward is deeper. The mm -hmm. reward is what I get to do for a living. The reward is my dharma. The reward is what I know I'm, I'm providing for my clients. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but it's, it just looks differently. Mm -hmm. And so I think reminding myself that when I'm feeling 
frustrated, angry, hurt, you know, tired, mm-hmm. exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Just to say, okay, this is another one of these times. Prove that this is for you. Prove mm-hmm. that you can do this. Mm-hmm. Even if you are, in, are not believing it yourself in this moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? How do you think, how do, how do you discover your dharma? And for those of you listening that don't know what dharma is, can you also describe what dharma is? Sure. Um, <clears throat> it was actually a new concept to me um, until I explored yoga philosophy a little more. Uh, dharma to me is um, finding that path for yourself that serves you in a way that you can't even imagine. You know, you hear these people who talk about, I love my job. I don't feel like I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And I always used to think, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't get that, yeah. you know, and now I get that. I mean, are there elements of my job that are taxing and wear me down completely, mm-hmm. 100%? But the parts that when I'm actually physically doing the work of a therapeutic yoga, yoga teacher, you know, I just smile. I can't help but know that this is my path. Mm-hmm. I think Dharma is also hugely about serving others. It's mm-hmm. not about um, just serving myself and getting the paycheck. Mm-hmm. It is how I put myself in the world. How do I present myself to the world? And therefore giving back, mm-hmm. you know, is a huge part, I think, of Dharma as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're loving what you're doing. You mm-hmm. feel passionate about it, aligned with it, joyful when you're doing it, mm-hmm. and you're in service. Yes. Is more of that. You might be also being paid. Yes. But there's an element of service. Right. It's not completely for the paycheck. In fact, I'd say... For me, it's become I've become much more of a minimalist mm-hmm. in the reasons like what I need mm-hmm. um, because I'm filled in a different way. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because when you have all the that uh, money, when you have that abundance of money, sometimes you can spend it on things and start to think you need those things, and right. then you realize like yeah. it's not those things that are bringing you that much joy, all, and that yeah. you can live so much simpler. Yep. Oh. Completely. <laughs> yeah, you can live much I've more than sim- that. Yeah, yeah, simpler. Yeah. Um, so, how can people? How can people learn more about you or experience you? For I know that you know. Obviously, we're here in the Twin Cities, Min- yeah. Minneapolis. So, mm-hmm. for local people, yes, you offer in-person opportunities to work. Yeah, with. I do. I well, I'm a yoga teacher as well throughout um, the Twin Cities at a um, few studios, but I do have a website of my own. Um, it's uh, Santosha Yoga Therapy, www.santoshayogatherapy.com. Mm-hmm. Santosha, if you're unfamiliar with Sanskrit, means contentment. And um, so that's my website um, for people to find me if they're interested in yoga therapy specifically. And I'm also currently trying to branch out to other locations too to um, provide services, especially in the yoga therapy world, and as well as like yoga therapy workshops. But that would be probably the easiest way to get a hold of me and mm-hmm. see even what this is about. This mm-hmm. whole yoga therapy. Stuff. Yeah, if you want to, <laughs> you want to know more about what yoga therapy is about, so they could visit your website, which I'll have listed on the on the page here. And um, can you just give a, a brief like? explanation of yoga therapy for people who don't know? Sure. Um, basically, it's it's a, I mean, if you're familiar with yoga, then you take it to a different level. So people who have, for example, my training, um, people with chronic pain, back pain, cancer, um, uh, there's a plethora of physical um, ailments and diseases and illnesses that we have looked into, but then there's also the mental, um, emotional uh, such as anxiety, depression, you know, things in that realm. So basically a yoga therapist or a therapeutic yoga teacher 
would take a client who is having either post-surgery or rheumatoid arthritis or you know chronic pain symptoms and sit down one-on-one -on -one generally specifically with you and create a plan so it's setting up a yoga path or a yoga journey together but it's um, listening to the client specifically that's the therapeutic part of it um, what their needs are but then the therapy is also in the physical act of maybe doing the asana the mm -hmm. poses um, but it also could be if there's severe anxiety maybe it's um, working with the breath you know finding and identifying that shallow short breath and then how do you help to it sounds kind of strange to learn to breathe but so many many of us don't mm -hmm. know how to and oftentimes when we get stressed out it is really um, important to have those little tools in your back pocket so to speak and mm -hmm. So that's kind of the what we do. We we provide you know these 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 practices for people who think that they necessarily wouldn't be able to do yoga. A lot of people that I speak to say, "Oh, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible," or "I can't do yoga because I can't do those pretzel poses," mm -hmm. you know, in the magazines that they see. And and I really want to um, put that out there that yoga is actually a philosophy. It's a way of living as much as it is those poses. Mm -hmm. And um, not many people can do those poses, and yeah. they still do yoga. Mm -hmm. So I think that is a really important piece to get out there, too, that it's um, yoga, you know, you hear this, yoga is for everybody, mm -hmm. and it truly is. It is for everybody mm -hmm. as well as everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of our goal as in the world, yoga therapy world. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, any last words that you want to share with any of the listeners? I would just say if you have even that little bit inside of you that feels just a deadened sense or your lack of passion and you maybe even don't even know what it is, just start talking about it with others. Just start exploring. Maybe journal. Um, look around you. Look for those little synchronicities, those little ideas that help you grab something because you never know when you're going to be spoken to, in, in what way you're going to be spoken to, but um, don't give up because sometimes it seems like, you know, for me it was years um, in a pattern of life that I was really frustrated with, but don't give up hope that there is something out there um, beyond your wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that your path can be joyful. Yeah. You know, and I mean, if you're content with your job and maybe it doesn't light you up, but you're content with it because there's other things in your life that light you up and it all balances out. But if, if you have a yearning inside of you to share something or do something, you know, present yourself in the world in a certain way, that's probably because that yearning is telling you like, this is a gift that you have to share yeah. Yeah. and it's encouraging you and kind of like, you know, nudging. Pushing, push, <laughs> nudging, nudging you onto your path. Yeah. And it's easy to tune that out with the distractions of the world, tune that out with all of the shoulds or the woulds or like, you know, the ideas of like, this is what I need to do to, because it's logical, right. it's practical, mm -hmm. you know, this is what society expects of me at yeah. this age in my life or yeah, can't yeah the you know, expectations there's... I've definitely learned gotta let those go mm -hmm. society has a view and that might not match up with what you should be and what you can be mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. awesome well thanks julie for sharing all of that <laughs> we didn't you. get into her uh, there's so much more to your story <laughs> that i just i wanted to get into a little bit but basically for all of you listeners to just know her life really did turn completely upside down i know her personally and just um, we didn't get into all the details of that, but that would have been kind of fun also to share. But just knowing her life really did turn into a snow globe and everything turned <laughs> upside down. Pretty snow everywhere. Pretty snow <laughs> everywhere. So be courageous, take a risk, follow your heart and your dreams. <laughs>
for listening. Thank you. See you next time. <laughs>